Welcome to Nancy's Bookshelf, a weekly program of conversations with North State and national writers from North State Public Radio. Now here's your host, Nancy Wickman. Chef and nutritionist Lacey Helene founded Cafe Crush in Oakland, California, to create healthy, delicious recipes for people on the go. She received a B.S. in nutrition and food science from Chico State and now lives in Chico. For more than 10 years, Lacey has been focused on recipes that are packed with micronutrients but are easy to consume. She has put together a book of simple recipes for healthier living that she calls Be Veggie Sexy, Delicious and Simple Recipes You Sip, a life hack to enjoy healthier living. Lacey Helene, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Now, you say be veggie sexy. I don't think I ever encountered a book of recipes that use the word sexy in the title. <laughs> well, it started, honestly, this book started as kind of a scrapbook for my kiddo. And the be veggie sexy was our bumper sticker at the cafe. And so when my friend Angel Dare, who edited the book, we decided to make it into a book because I had so many friends asking me for the recipes that we just opted to make it into a book for everybody. Um, I opted to use that as the title because honestly, when you think about what makes health you know, wonderful, your skin is glowing, you feel good inside, your brain is working really well, you know, you have energy to live your life, you feel at your best, that is when you feel sexy. And so I called it Be Veggie Sexy because all of those things involve a healthy diet and all of those things involve healthy living. So that's one of the, the words that intrigued me in the title of your book. The full title has uh, the word sip in it, delicious and simple recipes you sip. Yeah. So all of um, the recipes in the book are, as I call, sippable. Um, when I started Cafe Crash in 2011, green smoothies weren't anywhere on the market. They were things that, you know, your your hippie aunt might be making in their kitchen. And I kind of took that on and I wanted to make products that were really delicious and things that people could drink and consume in a way that was really enjoyable for them. And we were actually the first whole veggie juice bar in the Bay Area. Now green drinks are everywhere, but when we started, it was a really new concept. And um, yes, yeah, so all of the recipes in the book are dominantly things that you drink. You you can sip them, you can drink them, and some of them can replace a meal. Some of them are a light snack. Some of them complement a meal, but all of them are sippable. Yeah. <laughs> My guest is Lacey Helene, and the book she has put together, or Recipes, is entitled Be Veggie Sexy, Delicious and Simple Recipes You Sip, A Life Hack to Joyful, Healthier Living. Now, Lacey, what about this word hack, H-A-C-K? <laughs> um, well, when, when we were looking at it, and all of what I do as a nutritionist is really around helping people feel their best, helping people find easy ways to be healthy. And little life hacks, little life shifts really can help you transform your life. You know, we we aren't living, you know, in a 10-day juice cleanse. What, what we want to do are find things that you can do every single day. You can do a couple times a week to help the longevity of your life. Um, and this, this was our little simple life hack, you know, adding green drinks into your life can really help you get vegetables into your life in a way that's easy and they taste great. So that's a good thing. So you started with a restaurant, but you no longer work in a restaurant. No, no, I do so not. So <laughs> what made you decide to give that up? My passion is really around product development and when I think back about the restaurant, I was really developing products in the way that they do in the food industry and less in the way that you do at a restaurant. So much more precise. All of the drinks were developed to be almost exactly 17 ounces because about an ounce remains in the blender cup when you pour that 16-ounce drink into a cup. And for me, the, my passion is around product development, around recipe development, and I love using healthy ingredients. I love fruits and vegetables. And I 
at the end of the day, my goal is to help people eat more fruits and vegetables. And how you do that is develop things that actually taste good. And so with the restaurant, I had developed all of these things. But after a while, I, I didn't love running a restaurant. And I wanted to do more with my career. And so I opted to sell the restaurant. But since then, because I'm a creative person, because I inherently love to continue to develop, I have been continuing to, ve to develop green drinks because I drink them every day. I mean, I've, I think I've had probably one every day for the last 10 years. So Now, you just used the word creative as you were talking. And I'm thinking, okay, you studied at the university. You studied food science. So you developed this scientific side of yourself, your science. Were you able to use much of what you learned at Chico State in nutrition and food science as you were creating these recipes? Oh, absolutely. When you look at the recipes and you read the titles of the drink names, each recipe is developed around a specific health function because I wanted people, when they were popping into the cafe, to kind of glance at the menu and think, well, what do I want today? Do I want, do I want something for immunity? Do I want something to help my brain? Do I want something to help my kidneys? Do I want, you know, something that's going to give me energy? And if, and for me, I love researching and you know, understanding the complementary alternative medicine side of food and how food really does have function. And looking at it, you can take that research and then you can combine it with ingredients in a way that they all are really balanced. So one of my favorite ones in the drink, you know, there's tons of drinks in the book that are going to be that classic green drink that's going to be green in actual color. But um, for me, I really combined both my chef side and my science side when I was developing these because you eat with your eyes first. And so, you know, if you look at some of these other juice cleanses and other green drinks that people have online, you know, it's a lot of mishmash of ingredients and they come out this weird kind of green brown color. And I just don't think that that looks very appetizing. And most of the time they just kind of taste like a not great alternative when you you know you're eating vegetables you know you feel good about it but they don't actually taste that good so you're kind of suffering through it a little bit I've had friends tell me but with my drinks they all taste really good they taste like a light all fruit smoothie on for the most part and it allows you to adjust your palate down to just straight fruits and vegetables it allows you to start actually tasting the full complexity of the fruits and vegetables being used and also the thing that often i think is overlooked when you're blending ingredients together is the the fact that you're blending those ingredients together and some of those ingredients may not blend as well as you would like them to blend together so finding the com combinations of things that complement one another that enhance each other's flavors is really the way that you can put things together that not only are going to be beautiful for the eye, but taste really good. So a really great example would be probably my kiddo's favorite drink. It's called Grade A Genius, and it has beets and cabbage and strawberries and pears. Well, the strawberries have a beautiful acidic note that balances that dirt note that's in the beet, and that... Um, and the pear has a nice, you know, woody almost back note that kind of balances that red cabbage note. So when you drink it, it kind of mostly just tastes like a light strawberry pear drink, but you're getting all the beautiful nutrients of the beets and the red cabbage that are so great for your brain. And also red cabbage is phenomenal for colon health. So you're combining little things into your diet that taste good, but also once they get in there, they're doing work. Well, I mentioned that you develop these recipes for people on the go, and some years ago, I had a juicer, and I quit. I just couldn't keep up using it because it was so much work, you know, clearing out the pulp, and and so would you, wh what do you feel about juicers? You know, there are actually juicing recipes in this book. There's a whole section on tonics, and one of the tonics 
that I love is called Under the Weather, and it helps to reduce flu and cold-like symptoms. It's kind of like a healthy Theraflu. Um, I love juicers, and I think that they have a place in your diet and in your life. But for me, I look at it, not only I agree with you, they're a lot of work because you have to clean them, and there's sometimes their equipment is more complicated and um, I'm certainly not anti-juicing. I love cold-pressed juicer. I own one. But for me, the reason that we've been eating fruits and vegetables for thousands upon thousands of years is because they're packed with micronutrients. They're packed with fiber. And fiber is key for a healthy diet because fiber is – if you think about when you're going to the gym and you're lifting weights, that weight is helping you gain strength in your arms. Well, fiber is that – that weight for your digestive tract. Fiber gets into your digestive tract and helps keep that smooth muscle strong so that your digestive tract can fully absorb everything for you, can fully digest and flush toxins out for you. So when you think about eating vegetables, you want to try and eat them in their wholest form. And um, having green drinks kind of does both for you. It kind of feels like a juice because you get that lovely blend of all of those flavors, but it also gives you all of that fiber. And also you're not having to throw any of that plant away that you purchased. I don't know if you've ever juiced a whole head of kale, but it only makes a little bit of juice. And then you have all of this fiber left over that you're throwing away. And there's actually nutrients that are specific to the fibrous parts of the plant that you're losing when you do that. So it's it's, it's a huge difference in how you feel, and also they digest differently. They don't kind of dump into your system the way a juice does. So it, it's a similar and different thing at the same time. Well, an example, and my own preference is past years, decades ago, I would buy orange juice. I don't do that anymore. I eat the whole orange, and it's easy to do. Now, uh, some of these other things are not so easy, but that's an easy way of eating the whole fruit or vegetable. I mean, I eat some vegetables like I might eat an apple because I just enjoy the flavor as it is. Now, your recipes are um, sippable. <laughs> Most of them are that. Uh, and you use the word smoothie. So if people are thinking, hmm, is she talking about smoothies? Yes. So to me, they're kind of interchangeable words. The reason I say sippable is because when you start adding oats and hemp seeds and proteins and all of those good things, a lot of people would consider that like a protein shake or a meal replacement shake, you know, and then you've got your juices and you've got your green smoothies and you've got your all fruit smoothies. But at the end of the day, all of them are sippable. You can drink all of them. So um, I just kind of lump them together as being a sippable category. Um, and there are all fruits, all fruit recipes in the book and they're fantastic. There's one that, you know, one of the reasons that I put this book together was because when you leave having a restaurant or you leave any project, if you don't put all of those things together in one place, often you don't get to use them. And one of my favorite all fruit recipes is the starberry burst and it tastes like a pink starburst, but healthy. So you can make things that are really super kid-friendly but also taste really good and are made with really good ingredients. Like you don't have to be dumping tons of sugar in with fruit just to make your kids like it. And all fruit smoothies are absolutely fantastic. They're one of my favorite summer things when I'm wanting that sweet, cold, refreshing thing at the end of the day where I'm not really in the mood for a dessert, but my body wants a little bit of sweet. I love an all fruit smoothie. I, I think they're great. I'm, but I'm also a big fruit eater, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> you know, we're going to take a short break and then I'll be back with my guest, Lacey Helene, talking about nutritious recipes for beverages using fruits and vegetables. You're listening to Nancy's Bookshelf on North State Public Radio. I'm Nancy Wigman.
I'm Nancy Wigman, and you're listening to Nancy's Bookshelf on North State Public Radio. I'm talking to my guest, Lacey Helene, who is a chef and nutritionist who has put together a book of recipes for using fruits and vegetables. People who want kids to eat better, maybe eat healthy, they say, think of eating a rainbow. And that's really what your book is full of rainbow colors that I just loved. Because you also mentioned something like oats. If you put some kind of grain in there, that's going to tone down the color. And I really love the photographs. They just looked so appealing because they were that pure color, a pure green or a pure red. And there were none of these, like you talked, this kind of brown green. That's not appealing to the eye. So thank you for these beautiful color pictures of your your beverages. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. And uh, let me remind people, the title of Lacey's book is Be Veggie Sexy, and she uses her name, Lacey Helene, uh, in authoring this book. And you also include, uh, some. there are several differences, your recipe book than a usual recipe book, and one is you have rules. Yes, I do have rules. <laughs> and what are your rules, Lacey? So the rules that I kind of set in place were they started from a very organic place with me because when I first opened my cafe, I would have all of these health fanatic people come in and they were just, I know that people want to be healthy, but sometimes I find some of the rules that people place on themselves to be so restrictive and almost torture filled. And that's not really what our life and our diet are supposed to be about. And I'm very moderate when it comes to being a nutritionist. I don't think that you should do things that are extreme. I don't think that you should eat things that are gross. I think that it's it's about finding healthy habits that work for you and doing them. And so after having all of these conversations with people and, you know, they're not arguments, but they definitely are conversations when you have a business near Berkeley. It's a very <laughs> intelligent, you know, just people who love to discuss things and talk about the research that they've heard and why they feel the way that they do. And I loved that about working and living in Oakland. But I I disagree that health needs to be hard. I disagree that health needs to taste bad. I disagree that health isn't something that you look forward to. And so the rules that I had up in the cafe, and I, I still stand by them, are that food should always... Be delicious first and foremost. Every meal should come with fruits and veggies, and healthfulness and joyfulness are meant to be fun. And if you're doing all of those things, your diet is not this cumbersome thing that you that you need to think about a lot, or you won't enjoy while you're doing it. You know this because. Um, in the past years, I've taught vegetarian cooking, and I wanted to get across the idea that this is not about deprivation, about don't eat this and don't eat that. It's about exploring new possibilities. Oh, I never thought of cooking, you know, fill in the blank. So I think that's what you're getting across, too. This is not about being healthy by deprivation. This is being healthy by exploring, oh, look at these beautiful colors, and look at this one, and uh, taste this, uh, how good a vegetable can taste, for example. So I think that's another thing about your book that will be appealing visually all these beautiful colors in your book but also the fact that it'll give people ideas oh I never thought of that oh absolutely it's it's not about taking things from your life it's about adding them in and when you focus on adding in joy both in food and in your life when you get to the end of your day some of those negative things that you might have been already doing you may have less time for them or they just may not occur and so it is about just adding my focus is just add more fruits and vegetables to your plate and eat them <laughs> that's the, that's the goal and i agree it's fruits and vegetables are delicious if you season them correctly and you find the ones that you like you know there are things that I have had okra in every way imaginable, <laughs> and I don't like it. Oh, I want to like oh. it, but i it's just one of those vegetables for me that's not on my list. But I love cabbage. I discovered that from having this restaurant that I love cabbage and I love beets, and there was something I really didn't eat that much as a child. So it's really about being 
open and exploring. You probably had okra that was slimy, but I'll have to later, I'll tell you (laughs) the way I cook okra. (laughs) But anyway, I want to get back to um, a couple of pages in your book. You give us three rules. You also have the recipe for success. And you say, toss ingredients daily and you'll feel great. But you know, my favorite in your list of uh, the recipe for success, you have six of these. Number six, I'm jumping ahead. Seek joy and act in kindness. I don't know that I ever encountered the word kindness in a recipe book, Lacey. And you say, love, appreciate, and respect yourself and others more. And it reminded me of a favorite quote by the Dalai Lama. Be kind whenever possible, and it's always possible. So you're adding to your recipe book kindness. Yes. Um, You know, kindness for me is a huge part of it. When you look at, you know, pop health culture and you look at the way people feel about their bodies and just the level of societal judgment that people walk around with every single day, when you're wanting to make changes in your life, you see a better future for yourself Part of being able to do that and get to that place is really recognizing where you're actually at and not recognizing it in a way of judging yourself because we spend all day being judged by everybody, by everything. And this is especially true for women where we just feel judged all the time when we're not really doing anything at all. And I don't think that that judgment needs to come from ourselves and I heard once, and I believe it to be true, that you should treat yourself the way you treat your best friend. Would you talk to your best friend that way? Would you treat your best friend that way? That's the way you should treat yourself. And when you're approaching any new shift or any life change or just how you want to live day to day, being patient and being kind with yourself about the process can help you continue the process on much more successfully because you're not rooting for yourself to fail. You're rooting for yourself to be present. You're rooting for yourself to be in your real body. And you're meeting yourself where you are. And I, that, that is crucial when you make a positive life shift. Well, you know, if somebody were trying to convince me of the point you make in your book, and this person maybe had dull hair and their skin just looked lifeless, And I was thinking, okay, here's a person that's trying to convince me of this way of life. And I look at the evidence, and sometimes it's the other way around. I mean, I have a friend whose hair is just so glossy and beautiful. I wonder, I've never asked her, what do you eat? But I have wondered because I thought, now she's an example. She's not trying to convince anybody of anything, but she's a walking example of a way of life that's working. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when, you, when you're eating well, when you're sleeping enough, when you're relaxed, when you're hanging out with people who bring kindness and joy to your life, you feel better and you will have a glow about you. People will want to be around you because you emanate joyful energy. And that's from all of those different factors because health is not just, health is not just eating these set foods and exercising this set amount. If you're not sleeping, if you're stressed, if you're hanging out with people who are toxic and don't treat you well, those other factors will hinder your ability to get healthy. So, you know, as human beings, we're complicated, but we're also very simple in the fact that we need a certain amount of sleep and finding what that is for you in particular. You know, our bodies were meant to move. We wouldn't have been given as many joints and, you know, ligaments and things like that if we as human beings weren't meant to move our bodies around. So creating a lifestyle for yourself where you're eating foods that have lots of fruits and veggies that you like eating, that you're moving and you're doing things that you find fun, that you're around people that make you feel good about yourself, that are kind to you and you're kind to them, and sleeping and relaxing, you know, all of those things whatever that definition looks like for you will make you feel better inside, which it's all about feeling better for me. I don't, I don't care that much about looking out outwardly really good because I think if you, you could look gorgeous on the outside, but if you feel terrible on the inside, you're not going to want to be in your body and you should want to be in your body. 
My guest is Lacey Helene, and she has put together a book, Be Veggie Sexy, Delicious and Simple Recipes You Sip, A Life Hack to Joyful, Healthier Living. Now, I referred to a page in your book you called The Recipe for Success, and I mentioned <laughs> the sixth one was a favorite of mine, but what are these other uh, recipes for success, that these, if you want to call them rules, what are these others? So, so the rules, they're, they're very simple. And one of the things that often would confuse people when I would chat with them is my rules for healthy living sound and feel very obvious, but when you actually put them into action, huge, huge benefits and you will feel amazing, which it's about feeling amazing in your body. So, you know, rule one is eat tons of veggies and fruits, obviously Two, keep moving and grooving. (laughs) Three, chillax and get well, more. By Z's. that you mean physical activity. Yes, you I do. Keep moving and moving. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, when I'm in my kitchen, I put on music and I'm just dancing away in my kitchen. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's anyway. the way it should be. Um, four would be unplug and rock some shades in nature because there's so much research around the benefits of being in nature, of looking at nature and not staring at screens. But I think we all obviously Mm -hmm. know that. Um, Five is to see your real body is beautiful. All of us were given a different body shape, a different frame. And so often we look at things in a homogenous way and we think this is the one version of sexy. Well, in reality, all of us were given a different body shape and we need to learn to love and appreciate that shape that we were given. And when you combine all of the things that I put in my recipe, you know, I I had customers that completely changed their life by doing these very simple things. I had customers, you know, who started drinking green drinks, you know, two to three days a week, started walking, started doing some of these very simple things. Some of them lost... 90 pounds some a lot of them got got healthier to the point that they could completely go off their diabetes medication completely go off their heart disease medication because when you make these little shifts of exercising more finding joy sleeping eating healthier your body is functioning better and you don't need some of those things so it was it was beautiful and profound to watch people change their life and feel empowered enough to do that. And then the sixth on your page of Recipe for Success was Seek Joy and Act in Kindness. But I want to ask you uh, the kinds of questions that people you uh, come up for you, uh, Lacey. For example, you just mentioned some people lose weight. So you might get that question, well, Lacey, if I follow your suggestions while I lose weight, You can. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're taking empty high-calorie foods and replacing them with low-calorie micronutrient-dense foods, you're going to be intaking less calories. So the likelihood of weight loss is there. And it's more about, for me, helping people switch things up in their life so that their bodies are functioning better. And a natural side effect to that or a positive side effect to that is weight loss normally. For me, weight loss is never the focus because that's never the true problem. Weight loss is a side effect or weight gain, I should say. Actually, weight loss can also be a side effect um, that that can indicate that something is happening in your life that isn't as ideal for you. Um, People often gain weight when they're depressed or they're not around people that are great or they're stressed or they're not sleeping enough or they're putting foods in their body that are void of nutrients. You know, our bodies want a certain amount of nutrients every day. And if you're eating empty calories, your body is still going to tell you that it's hungry. It's going to say, I need more. I need more because you're not getting the micronutrients that your body needs. Whereas when you eat more micronutrient dense foods like green smoothies, your body's like, okay, I got what I needed, thanks. And you didn't have to consume all the calories you needed. But I will say, you know, if you're thinking about it and you're saying, you know, eating 12 to 15 servings of vegetables a day and getting all of the other foods that I'm supposed to have in my diet and drinking my coffee and drinking 100 ounces of water is really hard, it's because it is really hard. It's really hard to be doing 
all of those things and living a life. That's why I love green smoothies because the green smoothies themselves, there are four to six servings of fruits and veggies. The veggie blends are higher than that. But by just having one green smoothie every day, you're like almost halfway to your veggie goal. So you can drink a green smoothie and then walk into the rest of your day with a lot less stress about, am I going to get enough fruits and vegetables in my diet? What am I going to get in there? It just kind of takes a little bit of stress off the table and they're delicious. They make your brain feel good. So, you know, it's just kind of my own view of things that people often overeat because their body's saying, I don't have what I need yet. And so they keep eating not the things that their body <laughs> wants, but overeat because they're not getting the pleasure from their food, I think. Well, now, for example, um, your recipes don't have refined sugar in them. So what if somebody says, but Lacey, I, I really, I, I'd like it. I'd like something sweet. They they are quite sweet. They do not have uh, refined sugar. The recipes, I use apples and pears as a sweetener in there. And then also... My my little, I guess, food technologist trick of giving that really beautiful creamy mouthfeel is by adding a date. So there are there are sweet ingredients in there. You're just not adding table sugar or syrups and things of that nature. But you don't actually need those. Once you start making smoothies in the way that I make them, where there's a little bit more balance to the recipe, you'll find that they do taste really good and that you do really like them. Initially, if you're used to drinks from some of these chain smoothie shops that you do use syrups, they won't taste as sweet, but kids love these and they are sweet enough in their natural form because fruit is quite sweet. So it's, it's really what to me I find where people go wrong when they're they're like, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to make green smoothies and I'm going to pack them with veggies as they put too many veggies in the recipe because smoothies are inherently complex in the way that they just need to be balanced and they have a lot of simplicity to them and it can go awry really quickly. <laughs> um, so, so if you look at the recipes, you're going to think, oh, like she's only adding, you know, two cups of kale to this. Well, I want six cups of kale. My goal for people is not you're going to be healthy for 10 days. My goal for people is I want you to find a couple drinks that you can potentially consume for the next 10 years. I mean, I've been doing green, I've been having green drinks in my diet for over 10 years now, and I love them. And so the balance thing is really important. When you make a drink, if you look at my recipes, the fruit and the vegetables are very much in balance with each other. So you do get the lovely sweet notes of the fruit in there and the vegetables don't overpower the fruit. And that's really important because the goal is not I'm going to do a 10-day cleanse. The goal is I want my kids to drink these for the next five years a couple days a week and look forward to drinking them. Ask to have them. Kids love green smoothies. Um, I... Was when I had my cafe, we were down the street from an OBGYN and women would come in while they were pregnant and get my green smoothies. And then when they had their babies, their babies already knew my green smoothies and they <laughs> love babies love green drinks and they're really easy to make. You can make them ahead of time. I have like a dance blend session once a month where I bust out about 40 of them because I make them for my kiddo and myself. And then for the rest of the month, I I have a drink every day and I don't have to make them every day. So you can do two or three drinks in one blend session if you like a certain kind and they're very easy to make. And that back to the balance thing, you'll notice that if you try my recipes as they're stated, the balance is really important and it will allow you to really enjoy what you're consuming you'll feel great and you'll want to do it the next day, which is always my goal as a nutritionist is to help people create things that they want to do, find the healthy habits you want to do. Lacey Helene and I will be back after a break. We're talking about her book, Be Veggie Sexy. This is Nancy Wigman, and you're listening to Nancy's Bookshelf on North State Public Radio.
I'm Nancy Wigman, and I'm back with my guest, Lacey Helene, who has put together a book of recipes that you sip using healthy fruits and vegetables. I think your recipe book now has come out at a time, oh, kale, yeah, I've heard of that. I heard it's good for you, but I don't particularly like it. So how do you, I started to use the word convert, people who turn up their nose at kale and think, that doesn't taste good. So what do you do with kale that would make a non-kale lover <laughs> want to eat kale? Well, I have I have to admit something. I actually don't like kale. <laughs> um, but I do eat a lot of kale, even though I don't love it, um, because I like it in things. And so for me, I like to hide it in green drinks because I it's flavor on its own. I've had it in ways where it's covered in delicious vegan dressing and it's delightful. But on its own, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan. My kiddo will just eat it raw. While I'm prepping drinks, she'll come steal veggies off the table. It's kind of adorable. Um, but most parents don't have that problem. <laughs> no, no, my kiddo is a uh, get your hands off those veggies. Oh, my kiddo <laughs> loves veggies. It's uh, but I also, you know, I drank green drinks the whole time I was pregnant with them. So um, for me, when it's a, a veggie that I'm new to, or I'm like, oh, I want this in my diet, but I'm not. I don't want to eat it by itself. I, I like to hide it in green drinks. And I have, there's so much variety in this book. If there's a certain vegetable that you like, most of the veggies in here, they're all mainstream. You can get them at any grocery for grocery store. They're not specialty items. There are a couple things in here like passion fruit that you can get in whole frozen form or you can get in liquid form. But most all the ingredients are things that you would get at your regular grocery store when you're shopping. So you're not going to have to go out of your way to do anything with my recipes. It's just an, the ability to combine them in a way that you're kind of hiding them. I will say on the kale front, um, for me, I find berry drinks have a really good ability to hide kale. So one of the drinks in the book that's one of my favorites is called Berry Preventative. And it has kale, red cabbage, blueberry, raspberry, and pear. And the acidity of the raspberry and the pomegranate juice really help to mask some of that sharpness of the kale. And you don't even know you're drinking it. I've given, you know, I've, I make these drinks and I bring them to everybody. If I'm, you know, we're going on a road trip or, you know, I'm going mountain biking with my buddies and we're having to travel anywhere. If I'm making myself a drink, I will often make a drink for everyone else we're going with so that everyone else has a healthy breakfast too. And so that's why people ask me for my recipes because I bring them something <laughs> and then they're like, this is delicious. Um, but well, people also probably ask, um, Lacey, can I make up a batch and freeze some of it? Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I, I make them in huge batches and I freeze them. You can freeze. I freeze mine in glass jars because I'm a glass, metal and wood gal. But um you basically just want to give yourself about an inch of space for, you know, expansion of the product. And they they freeze very well. I normally only have mine in my freezer for, you know, a month. But they can freeze for up to three to six months because they're – it's a really easy thing to freeze. <laughs> it's um, – I love, I love doing them that way. And you can make a whole variety for yourself and then just kind of go pick and grab from the freezer. Well, some people can things, and I never have thought canning was the way to preserve the nutrition and the, the uh, vibrancy of a food. You know, if somebody cuts off his finger, uh, they don't can it, but they might freeze the finger. They take it in the doctor and sew it back on. So I um, think if people maybe had the skill of canning, they might what like to shift to your version of preserving food, fix it up and freeze it. Oh yeah. Freezing, freezing fruits and vegetables is very good for preserving their nutrients. And actually when you go to the grocery store, some of those frozen peas and things in the freezer section, some of the times those are actually more nutrient dense than what you're finding in the fresh section. Because they were picked at their prime. Yes. And preserved when they were at their peak. Absolutely. And so when you're making when you're making green drinks and you're blending all of these things together, you can freeze them and then keep them and they taste great. I will say they're not as thick once they become unthawed just because the fruits and vegetables themselves have 
broken down and the crystalline of the water has kind of exploded some of the um, fibrous parts of the plant. So they're actually going to be more like a juice when you thaw them from whereas if you do a fresh blend, they do have very much a smoothie texture. Well, Lacey, do you, uh, are you available to private clients? Do people say, you know, I, instead of, um, for example, most people think I'm going to go to the doctor because I'm not feeling too good. Do you ha uh, have people, I, you know, it would be nice if, if a physician would say, you know what, you really don't need a drug. You don't need a pharmaceutical. You need to take a look at your diet. And I think that would be a forward-thinking doctor, I think, who would refer his patient to you or her patient. You know, I'm not a registered dietitian. Um, I'm just a nutritionist. And my focus has always been around product development. So when I was one of the things I realized at Chico State in my last year or so there was that, yes, I want people's bodies to be healthy. But my focus for that is what they're putting in their body. Um, and I want to help with the thing that they're putting in their body. And so I, I have lots of friends that are registered dietitians, and I highly recommend seeing a registered dietitian and talking to them about your specific health needs because everyone has particular health needs and they can talk to you about those specific things. So I actually don't practice doing those, doing that type of work. Um, but my, my book is more focused around the general public and helping people just eat more fruits and vegetables. Because no matter who you are, no matter what's happening with your health, you adding a gang of vegetables into your diet is only going to benefit your health. So that's kind of where my focus is. I just want people to eat more fruits and vegetables. And then when they have specific health needs, talking to a dietitian about that will allow them to meet those specific needs. But mine is more generally like, here are some delicious vegetables, like physically put them in your body. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, uh, I, you, I mentioned that you, you want to create healthy recipes for people on the go because that's the excuse I hear a lot of times. Well, I know I should eat healthier, but I just don't have time. I can grab a burger. So your book can help people see, oh, well, even if I am on the go and even if I don't have much time, I'm thinking of my brother who um, takes his lunch with him to the office. And in the past, he would go by and get a burger. I said, why do you do that to yourself? He said, well, I just don't have time. So I think somebody like him would benefit from a, a recipe book like yours, because his wife's a good cook. I'm sure she would be willing to help out and put together these recipes. So what, what would you recommend as far as step one, step two, for somebody who says, okay, I've got to, I'm going to the office. I want to eat healthy. I want to eat fruits and vegetables. What do you tell this person to do? For me... I like people to look at what they're really doing and what their what their routines are. When when you get into making smoothies, you do need to have a good blender. That's basically, you know, the cold pressed juices, you know, you do or don't need to have a juicer. There's a couple recipes in my book that are tonics and they are delightful. Highly recommend them. Now, what do you mean by tonic as opposed to say a smoothie? So a tonic is more pinpointed for a specific health function. So the example I would use would be the under the weather tonic. It is, it is a combination of freshly juiced ginger, lemon, apple is optional with hot chamomile tea and honey. And what that tonic does, I love this drink. It is fantastic. Um, it actually started as a secret menu item at the cafe <laughs> and... I would make it for people when they asked, but it wasn't on the menu. And so it got a reputation because you come in and this drink is phenomenal. You know, it ginger helps to lower inflammation. It calms your stomach. It soothes your throat. Um, lemon is a natural antimicrobial. It also has lovely antioxidants in it, um, which help fight infection. Honey is also a natural antimicrobial. It soothes your throat. Um, you know, chamomile lowers inflammation in your whole system. So if you're feeling cold or flu-like symptoms, this drink helps relieve your system. And because it does have a little bit of fructose in it, uh, it, it gives you a little bit of food because often when you have the flu, you don't feel like eating anything. And so your belly just hurts. And so this drink wasn't on the menu and people would come in and because their friend would bring it to them or, you know, they somehow heard about it and they would come in and they would say, I, 
can I get the I'm sick drink, <laughs> you know? Um, and so that's kind of the difference with the tonics versus green smoothies, whereas like the green drinks, they're they're meant to be part of a meal or a meal substitute. They're meant to be used as food. They're meant to be used as I'm going to eat this because I'm hungry and I want to eat something delicious. I want some vegetables. Um, whereas the tonics are are there to to aid with you when you're not feeling well. The other two that are delightful, they're they're a shot. So the wheatgrass with the pineapple shooters, wheatgrass with pineapple juice, absolutely heavenly. If you do not like wheatgrass, <laughs> this is a delightful way to have wheatgrass because wheatgrass, just like kale, is so very good for you. And the taste for some people, I mean, it is grass. So for a lot of people who don't like healthy food, they're like, oh, it just all tastes like grass. Wheatgrass <laughs> literally is grass. So uh, the pineapple really helps that one, and it is absolutely delicious. So those are just shots that you take almost as like an Im- immune a boost shot. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times people get their information from, say, TV. They turn on the TV, and they're not going to have a lemon spokesman or a ginger spokesman, nobody's going to be reminding them that they have these options. And so that's, <laughs> you have your work cut out for you, Lacey. I, yeah, there's, you know, there's understanding that food, functional, functional medicine is really amazing because food is amazing. Food was the first medicine, you know, when you're really trying to change your life and change your diet and improve your health, food is medicine. And if you eat certain things, there's so much research around turmeric and ginger and all of these things, incorporating them into your diet only does only does good. So I think there's more information out there, but then you get some of the zany LA pop health info and it can be very confusing for people. I just want people to keep it simple and find things that they like. I remind people, my guest is Lacey Helene, and her the title of her collection of recipes, Be Veggie Sexy, Delicious and Simple Recipes You Sip, A Life Hack to Joyful, Healthier Living. So uh, a lot of times people like to snack, and they say, well, is she opposed to having snacks, Lacey? No. I think, <laughs> you know, if you look at the diets that I've put in the book, which it was kind of funny, I wrote these diets... Um, 10 years ago. (laughs) And then when I was editing the book, I laughed because that's actually just my diet. Like the 30 day diet is literally just my diet, (laughs) Um, which wasn't intentional, but that's what happened. Uh, No, I think snacking is great. I think it's more about finding things that are micronutrient dense snacks. So for me, you know, my snacks are often, you know, veggies with hummus or hard-boiled egg or very whole food items. That's kind of the way I view snacks is that, you know, are you snacking because you're bored or are you snacking because you're hungry? And that's kind of the question that you need to ask yourself. And often if you're not sleeping enough or you're stressed, the answer might be because your system is bored or you're fatigued and it's, you're not actually hungry. So Getting in tune with who you are and your body and when you're actually hungry and when you're not hungry and if your body's reacting to stress is also a really good thing to think about. I'm not, you know, I eat everything. I One of the other reasons that I opted to not have this restaurant anymore is because I'm not actually vegan. Um, I worked as a chef. I have butchered animals. I mean, I am... I joke with people that I develop vegan products with bacon standards because I think people should eat food that tastes great. And I just, I love vegetables. So my diet is, I would say, you know, 70 to 90% on a given day vegan, but I'm not actually a vegan. So when it comes to going out to brunch with your friends or going out to that nice dinner, I just want to encourage people to eat the vegetable part of it first and make sure that there's vegetables on your plate. And that's really where it stands. It's like just incorporating them into your real life and finding a way to discover, oh, I do like Brussels sprouts or I really like creamy kale or I love potatoes or whatever you like eating that's are, that are actual vegetables. Just like eat more of those. Like that's 
that's the really the first step is whatever you're doing, whatever vegetables are already in your life, just eat more of those. If there's one green drink, I will say people should try if they're new to green drinks, they're not sure if they're going to love them. Tropical Titan is a mango spinach. You can either do celery or you can do a cucumber. That one's really simple, packed full of veggies, but really tastes like a light mango smoothie. And it is the favorite across the board. People are obsessed. Babies are obsessed. Like, And people who don't like vegetables love this drink. So if you're wanting to try something new and you're nervous about it, because there are other ones in there that you're going to be like, mm, you know, dankness has tons of crazy stuff in it um, that can be intimidating. And I get that. But start with the ones that have ingredients that you like and then move on from there. And that's kind of the way that that I think you should do everything. You know, start with something you like and then expand that journey from there. Well, I want to thank you for putting together this book, Lacey. My guest has been Lacey Helene. The title of her book of recipes, Be Veggie Sexy, Delicious and Simple Recipes You Sip, A Life Hack to Joyful, Healthier Living. Thank, thank you, Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. You've been listening to Nancy's Bookshelf, a production of North State Public Radio. You can find this and other episodes of Nancy's Bookshelf on our website, mynspr.org.